Yo, 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 everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is the first, the first podcast. Welcome to the Rewind. Yay! Woo! Oh, yeah. My name is Brandon, but I go by Big Light. And my name is Utopia, and that's all you're getting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, This is actually... This is us. Like, we're going to give you the latest, the greatest, everything that's happened this week in hip-hop and pop culture. Yeah. And we're going to bring it to you guys in a way that you can relate to. Yeah. Hopefully, like, you'll agree. You might not. We might not agree with each other, but that's what life is, you know? So we're hoping that you enjoy our little rhetoric. Is that... That's the right word. <laughs> that works. That works. All right. I feel like I have a jailhouse vocabulary sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be talking about some things. And, um, yeah, basically it. That's yeah, it. Guys. Let's just get right into it. Yo, I just got off Instagram mm-hmm. because as every other millennial, that's where I get all of my top information. Um, and right now, it seems to be like the hottest couple out on the market now is Nas and Nikki. <sighs> What do you think about that? I wish you guys could have just seen me, like, roll my eyes to the capacity. <laughs> like, they went all the way to the back of my head. So, Big Light actually told me about this because I had no clue. And he kind of shunned me because I had no clue because I'm a Nas super fan. But mm-hmm. I don't follow Nas or any celebrities on Instagram. True, true. That's just, that's just me. And he shows me this picture of, like, Nas and Nikki. All cuddled up at Sweet Chick, one of my greatest favorite restaurants in Brooklyn. Williamsburg. <sighs> Shout out to Sweet Chick. Anyways. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. My heart dropped, and I probably threw up a little in my mouth when he showed me this picture. <laughs> because I'm so not okay with this. Yo, I'm so down, though. Like, mm. I really feel like this is a come up for Nikki. Like, this is what Nikki needed in her life. Because... I'm just like over Nikki dealing with these, for lack of a better term, with these fuckboys that are just like <laughs> ruining her career. Well, I'm not a huge Nicki Minaj fan. I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan at all. I respect her come up and, you know, and I do like Monster. That's one of my favorite, actually. It's a feature. <laughs> it's not a Nicki Minaj. So I'm trying to think if there's like a Nick. Oh, I love the joint with her and 2 Chains. Oh, of Bees course. in a trap. Remember the we did that? Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> Utopia and I got drunk at karaoke one day <laughs> and, and decided to do yeah. Bees in the Trap, in which I was 2 Chains, yeah. who was actually one of my favorite rappers <laughs> of all time. Like, I'm really thinking about putting 2 Chains in my top 10 now. Like, I really like 2 Chains. But, but side note, how hard was it to, like, it was, I was breathless after, because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I did most of the work. You know what I mean? Because it's Nikki's song. The video, you had you a know. verse. You I had, had a, verse. a verse. But if you've seen the video, you know 2 Chains did absolutely nothing in that video, <laughs> but it was great in 2 Chains fashion. Yeah, we usual. we actually got a lot of love that night. Like, oh, yeah. OD love. Everybody was twisted, yeah. but, you know, it got a little love. But, Which anyways. makes me really think, were we good? We or were, were we just drunk? I honestly think, because you know I'm not the, that's not me, but yeah. I channeled my inner Nikki, like, I okay. you got I went deep, like, deep, deep down, and I channeled the inner Nikki. True. Ladies and gentlemen, I am two chains when I'm drunk. 
I'm a culmination of two chains and Rick Ross. When I'm drunk. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he didn't really have to do much. I'm telling you, he did nothing but show up and was down to do it. I don't even know why I chose to do it. Yeah, that was just. Fun. Yeah, it was a great night. It that was. was a great night. But I don't know. I'm not like the biggest Nikki fan, so I really don't care who she dates. Mm. But I'm a huge Nas fan. It's not it's not on a uh, groupy kind of level. Like if he walked through the door, I'm gonna get on my knees. Mm-hmm. It's more of a like I respect him. Like he's my big brother or something he's a like goat. that. He's yeah, a goat. like I'm just very protective of Nas. Like I had an issue with him and Khalees for a week, but then I got on board. Mm. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get on board with this. Logically, it makes sense to me. But seeing that picture. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm down. Like, I just want to see where it goes. I really feel like Nas is going to take Nikki to that, like, upper echelon. Like, mm. as cliche as it sounds, like that Beyonce and Jay-Z kind of zone where it's just like what's what it goes on behind closed curtains is, you know, a part of the fam. Like, it's like the firm getting back together. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to get on board with what uh, B saying right now, but I just can't. Mm. I just, I'm, I'm trying. Maybe give me like two years. If they're together two years from today, I'll co-sign a relationship. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, two I'm years just, from today. I'm just really happy that she's done with Meek, though. Like, I, I just thought that was such an L. <laughs> like, it was just such an L. Yo, no disrespect to Meek. Like, Meek is a great artist. I personally can't listen to Meek that long because Meek Mills just likes to yell at me for being broke. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, I really feel like that's all he does when I listen to him. But he's dope, though. Like, he's great in his craft and everything. But Meek and Nicki, I just never thought that that was a good look though like she needs another superstar with her like she has the talent and she has I agree with you on that I always thought that she would eventually end up with like a billionaire kind of like what Janet Jackson did Mm. I would kind of see her like or what Mariah did with a billionaire boo like I always ended up I really don't see her I see her with a prince Okay. Of a nation, like okay. not even a village, like a name. Okay. I'm gonna give her that for me not to be a fan. I respect her that much that I know that she needs to be with somebody for me on that kind of level. I guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm still working out on Oz though. I just feel like <laughs> it's a little it's little sister syndrome. Never met this man in my life, but I'm very protective of him. We gotta him. make that happen. Yeah. We gotta All go right. out to Queensbridge one day and just hang out. I'm either going to pass out or be a bumbling idiot like I'm not going to be able to say anything you, you might be like hey Nas kid. this is Utopia and I'll be like where oh that's me like, like it might be a, a situation like that or I might just straight face plant when I meet him like that that's how you guys don't know I'm like a huge that's the one thing that you if you need to know anything about Utopia I'm a huge Nas fan that's crazy I'm not I'm not the celebrity like I'm not the type of guy that like gets all like thrilled with celebrities there's like, not one celebrity that you would like face plant if you met like nah okay real talk yeah I don't know if she's listening if you are that's great I ran into Sanilate then one time and totally lost my cool like just <laughs> literally like fanned out and I realized I looked like a creep because I kind of like <laughs> saw her in a car roll down my window yeah. and it was like flailing my arms like one of those things outside of a used car place and then like, were you in the middle of the street doing this? yeah dude you could have got hit by a car yeah <laughs> But she's it worth like, it though she's bad yeah, yeah she's like, bad it's like for me it's like Sanai and me alone and it's like those were my like fantasies when I was a kid and then 
it was Sade too, but I realized that Sade only likes white men. So I, I mean, you might stand a chance. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Big light is super light, y'all. So he might, he might actually maybe, stand a chance. Maybe one day. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have the the uh, type of appeal she's looking for. Every video she always has like this weird like stockbroker slash Harry Styles looking. You said guy. Harry <laughs> Styles. Oh my! And you know it's so funny. Like I haven't seen a Sade video in over a decade, but I know exactly what right? you're talking like, about. Hair like exactly to the side yeah. or whatever. But it still looks like it's in like South Africa. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. Like, He's had like the European cut outfit yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the latest like Atlia Versace. <laughs> <laughs> But I get it. Word. Yeah, I totally get it. So we'll see what happens with Nikki and Oz. Yeah. I, I'm interested, but I'm not invested. Mm, I'll okay. say that. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. That's cool. Have you guys heard this new Mary album? Oh, my gosh. Yo, this Mary album was the complete and utter opposite of everything that I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, it was amazing. First of all, shout out to Mary for getting a full Kanye West verse on the first song. Like, it was ridiculous. I was not expecting that at all because usually Kanye gets on tracks these days and like, and it's like auto-tune. I was not expecting a full verse from him. It's numerous reasons why I really love that album, but I also saw the documentary on VH1. They aired it about two weeks ago or maybe a week ago. I'm not sure, Um, but they did air it. And if you get a chance to see it, please see it. If you have not listened to the Mary album, actually see the documentary and then go listen to the album Mm. because you're going to get, you're just going to listen to it differently. Like she's putting her heart and soul, which Mary has done numerous times. Mm -hmm. Um, The last time for me that she really, 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 a lot of people say the My Life album, which is classic. Classic. classic and Mary put it all out there but Mary is known to just put it all out there and with her going through this divorce and you know whatever it is that she's going through that she hasn't completely shared with us I just feel feel like she just puts it all out there definitely like definitely definitely I mean from like my point of view I'm not Mary's target audience not at all boo. but for me to sit here and like really compliment a Mary album you know it had to be great because number one like the features were amazing the mm-hmm. production was amazing yo shout out to Mary for getting a track with Quavo DJ Khaled he really loves and this. Missy Elliott this is the one like, song of the album he <laughs> wants to talk about nothing else first of all guys you have to realize I am a super I mean like uber Migos fan and it's crazy because I don't even feel like I could say that this time like two years ago like I was a super and be okay with it yeah and be okay with it but now it's like I really feel like Quavo is the epitome of Migos like he's the Beyonce of the (laughs) group pretty much like he could sprout off and do his own thing but at the same time Migos itself is like an entity yeah I was just about to say that Mm -hmm. and like they're holding it down to the point where like he sounds good on everybody's track I heard him on what's the other track that I just the Katy Perry joint the Katy Perry song yeah Bon Appetit I was like is that Quavo guys Migos killed that yeah yeah you, you gotta give it up to them no, for, yeah. for that. Offset, yeah. Um take off. Like mm-hmm. they are they did great. really well on that. They are so good together. Like they mesh together. And I really feel like they are 
the like new face of new age hip hop. And I'm using air quotes when I say that. Hip hop. Yeah, this is his opinion, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> like You gotta get with his, the times. Nah, I give I definitely give Mary props for that joint and also for throwing Missy on that because she oh, didn't yeah. have to like she didn't oh, really yeah. not oh, at all have to throw Missy, Missy on that. Did you see Missy on the cover of L though? No son, no. Missy killed it on the cover of L. When I run through Penn Station tomorrow trying to get to the station, I'll definitely check yeah, that out. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Missy was killing it on the cover of L for the June edition. Like, I, I'm not ashamed to say that I bumped that Mary album on the way here in my car. I had the windows down. And dope. I was vibing. And I didn't feel like you know, I was ashamed to listen to it. It was a <laughs> great know. album. Like, it was really When you good. got to the stoplight, you didn't turn it down? No, I oh. put it up higher. I let that Quavo verse go right at the stoplight, and it was great. Like, I loved it. You sure you ain't turned it down? Nah, not even. You did? Nope. That'd be me when I be I'll listening to, like, Miley Cyrus Party in the U.S. Oh, no, that's different. That's different. <laughs> I am not. I repeat, I am not bumping anything Miley Cyrus ever. For the record, I was never a Miley fan. I wasn't on the bandwagon when she was messing around with all these producers and rappers and stuff like that. Now she just wants to recant on everything. Like, ah. Well, Miley's a whole different podcast, which we're definitely getting into, yes. talking about people who know how to uh, pander. Mm. There's a lot of professional panders out there. Oh, yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that if you know how to do it right. But she does know how to pander. Definitely. Very well. Definitely very well. But the Mary J. Blige album, we definitely recommend that. Yeah, definitely. Guys. To check, we'll out check out ASAP. Out. And also the J. Cole documentary. <sighs> Yo. I'm a fan of everything J. Cole does. Oh, yeah. And definitely. This documentary just solidifies his spot in hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that the man gets a documentary every time he puts out an album. His previous documentaries were great. Mm -hmm. This one was even better. It reminded me of like a Lemonade-esque type of performance in which he didn't really speak much himself. It was just like him going back to his roots, like channeling his inner J. Cole. Yeah. And just like giving us all of that back in music. Like, yeah. It was amazing. It was incredible. I mean, there's so many different layers to to the documentary, but one of the things that I appreciated it is that appreciated about the documentary is that it was real as fuck. Like I just felt like he just it was just raw, it was real, it was relevant. Um, and it was honest. Yeah. And it wasn't anything like, oh, I need to do this in order to sell, you know, my album and for people to get it and understand. No, he just put together something that was, to me, like, super uber creative. And it was honest and raw at the same time, just oh, like yeah. Lemonade. That's why oh, a lot yeah. of people connected with that, because it was very honest. But it was also very... Um, Visually, it was beautiful to watch. Right. And the same thing about, even though it was kind of a raw kind of beauty with J. Cole's documentary, which is on HBO, definitely check it out. Um, it was just so visually appeasing. And I was telling Light that I had to, like, hold in the tears. Yeah, it got emotional. Yeah, it point, did. Guys. Like, we're not going to give away any spoilers. But not at all. Like, but, check yo, that out. I'm just going to forewarn you, the last three minutes... Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's dope, too, because, like, I personally have family from Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. So, like, I know what it feels like to come up out of an area that just wasn't designed for you to succeed. 
and just be who you are today. But I commend him for still humbling himself at the same time. Right. And like not letting it get to his head like how most artists do. Like you don't see J. Cole out here in the streets with gold teeth and chains no, and stuff like that. Dude still, I'm not sure if he still still does it, but he was riding like a 10 speed. Like yeah. um, it might have been a Schwinn with some rims, but he's like. Just sticking to his roots. Yeah, city it. bike, yo. Right. He's still like. Like there was like just to, not to give it away, but there was like one scene in the documentary where he just like he went to Ferguson and mm-hmm. he just like popped up on the street and just asked a random kid like walking down the block like yo where's the Mike Brown memorial yeah and the kid was just like talking to him and he was like so you're out here with like no security yeah, like no yeah, team yeah none whatsoever he was like nah man like I'm just chilling he was just walking down the street with a jersey just yeah. like a regular guy he ain't had no jewelry on cause he's smart so he <laughs> exactly. knows what's up you know he's like he's real but he's also smart nah it's really good like it, it just it made me think about the album differently because I'm not going to front. Thanks to listening to other people, I actually read the blogs before I actually listened to his album for myself. And he's another one. Like, I'm a huge J. Cole fan. Mm. So I read a couple of blogs and people weren't very supportive of his new album. Yeah, I mean, it was really personal. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people weren't on the mature mindset. Not at all. To listen to it. Not at all. It was dope production-wise. It was definitely dope vocal wise but he's in a different place right now and I respect that Mm -hmm. as an artist you know as any type of artist we all evolve and he's not (laughs) I was telling you Tobia this before we went on air you have no obligation to be the person you were yesterday today exactly it's one of my favorite quotes and like to become successful is to constantly reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. so that's what you have to do to remain relevant you know he only if he lost any fans they weren't his real fans nah I don't I don't think that he did I think the fact that they're trying to compare him to what other people are doing that makes me mad right but I love the fact that J. Cole has evolved as an artist but it's an authentic evolution of him right and it's not like a force like you need to grow up son like it's him actually growing up and seeing things a little bit different definitely definitely like I said guys like we both said earlier you know go and check it out Mm -hmm. it's a dope documentary like it's really cool really good after seeing that documentary I got everything crossed over here including my eyes that uh, Kendrick actually does something like that I think oh my god a damn like even if it's just like remember back in the day when Michael Jackson did like the Moonwalker movie like if he did that for damn Kendrick son yeah that would be cool son that would definitely be cool I would definitely miss any appointment I had this day this is to see that time. right definitely something about like the visuals mixed in with hip hop mm-hmm. just like the art of it nowadays it's just so cool like I I really commend all of these artists for bringing out their true artistic side yeah and like giving us more than just the music mm-hmm. like it's great to have that visual representation of it these days but if you can see that J. Cole documentary like definitely do that before you like do anything else right okay guys well just as much as we have to talk about you know conscious hip-hop we have to take it to the other side of the spectrum and talk about the ratchetness the topic that we all enjoy (laughs) recently there was an interview on complex with joe budden and lil yachty yeah two people that (laughs) i very much favor and i love to hear joe budden rant joe budden is my, in my opinion, Joe Budden is like the modern day version of the Mad Rapper. <laughs> like the real, <laughs> like we Chase never really Elvis. got a real face or like a real right. like 
person. I'm starting to think that it was Joe Budden. <laughs> the whole time? The whole time. I think it was just like Joe Budden. Just like masking his voice. He was mad before he got a deal. He's always so angry and it really makes us look bad. And when I say us, I mean like the light-skinned individuals that we, we already get a bad rap. Like Drake just like... Now, all of a sudden, because of Drake, like, we're deemed as, like, the emotional ones. And then, like, Joe Budden is just so angry, <laughs> like, for no reason. Like, you're a good rapper, bro. Nah, like, but Drake like, sings, so, I yeah, mean. But, like, Joe Budden, like, I feel like he just constantly needs someone to, like, caress his head and just, like, let him know that he's good. Like, like he just needs, like, Viola Davis to, like, constantly just rub his head and let him know that you is smart. <laughs> You is good at what you do. Because, like, he's he's in a top rap group. Like, Slaughterhouse is dope. Nobody needs, like, nobody looks to Joe Budden for, like, accomplishment. But at the same time, like, now we want to hear his opinion on things. Because yeah. he's so animated. My take on this interview is, first of all, it's one of the dopest interviews of the year. Period. Just oh, yeah. the fact that, like, Joe Buttons oh, yeah. is yelling at little Yachty for, like, 95% of the interview. And Yachty just doesn't just straight up punch him in the face, like, right. at some point. <laughs> I think that's commendable. I never turned up to a little Yachty song. That's just me. You know, uh, I... so dope. But I know who this kid is. I mean, between the Nordica deal, the Target deal, and now this interview is just like, this kid is really a big deal. Still didn't prompt me to buy his music, but that's just me. Um, but the interview is really good. Like I said, I feel like it's one of the best interviews, period, this year that anyone has done. Um, oh, yeah. Because it's so passionate. Looking at Joe, I hate the fact that he calls himself an old dude because I don't, we, this is where we kind of disagree because I don't feel like he's old. I feel like he's bitter. Right. But I don't think that it's him being an old, like, person. You know what it is? I think it's just stemming off of the Ebro interview between Little Yachty and Ebro. If right. you guys haven't heard that, go check that one out too. Where I think it's just the clash of old school, I don't really want to say old school, but like old school hip hop mixed with like new school hip hop and what it's culminating to be these days. And it's just like, it's rough. Just like the transition is not smooth at all. In terms of Yachty, I have to commend Yachty. Like Yachty has made it pretty far. If you guys don't know, like Yachty is only 19 years old. Only 19. And like doing so much already. Like, do I think that Yachty is like one of the best lyricists out here? Absolutely not. But at the same time, he's marketing himself almost like how Waka Flocka was marketing himself when he came out. Like Waka said in interviews before, I know I'm not lyrical, mm -hmm. but I make good music. And I really think that like that's where Yachty is coming across right now. Like He knows he's not lyrical. He admits to it in the interview. But he's having fun. And, like, Joe was really just trying Yo, to shoot he's down He's trying to his steal balloon. his happiness, like, like yeah. the Grinch. It was, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was like the Grinch. Yeah, like, it was like, horrible. He was trying with it. And then Yachty was just sitting time. there, like, sipping his water. Yeah. Like, bro, why are you so mad? Like, you, I'm having fun. You got to give Yachty props because at me, age 19, like, I'm probably the sweetest person that you would know, but you're not going to disrespect me, especially when I was 19. That, right. that whole situation would have gotten him slapped on site. Oh, yeah. As soon as he would have oh, opened yeah. his mouth the first, like the oh. first five minutes, like it would have been a situation with me jumping over the table right. and just, just like just fists, like yeah. you gonna get these hands, yeah. like that's all it. up the paws, just oh, like yeah. all oh, up yeah. on Put you. Them paws yeah, on I do want to commend Yachty for like keeping keeping it together while Joe was trying to prove his point, and he was very 
passion he is a passionate person that's why his rants are so dope because he's very passionate but he's also very angry at the same time and it comes off I don't know him personally but I'm assuming that he is angry because it comes off as just like straight anger oh yeah you know that's just me but I don't think he's an old I don't think he's an old hip hop head and I know a lot of people you know disagree with that but I just don't think that I just think that he's someone who who knows the history of hip hop he might be a little I'm not gonna say little he might be totally jaded because of someone like a Yachty who how long has Yachty been out has it been it's, it's been less than two years right yeah definitely yeah less than two years dude he's got a Target commercial do y'all know how huge that is and Nautica what yeah. black kid has worked with Nautica right like none has a whole deal designing clothes for, for Nordica. Nordica. So that's huge to see him do that. But the interview is really good. Definitely check it out. I thought it was hilarious. It's about 48 minutes long. I laugh, no lie, for like 47 minutes straight. <laughs> it's like, worth it was every so minute. funny. Oh my gosh. It's definitely worth every minute of watching. I just feel like there needs to be a camera everywhere Joe Button goes. Oh, like, definitely. Like, we stand at a stoplight. Joe Budden like, needs his own reality show. Yeah, like, I, I would real. so watch that. Because I just feel like at any minute, like, he's going to have... A tantrum or... I don't know. I just think he's just going to have, like, yeah, like a BF. <laughs> yeah. Like, Joe's just going to trip and just have, like, a bitch fit. Just like, I can't believe this happened. Urgh, I said, don't put mayo on my sandwich. Urgh, he cut me in line. Like, he's just so mad. It's like, the greatest up. thing ever because it's so honest and it's so raw. I feel like as, like, as a black person in America, I feel like we're not allowed to be mad. Like, that's one of my deepest fears is being as pissed off as I am in public because I feel like people <laughs> are going to be like, oh, you know, look at that black chick over there being black. And that's like one of my biggest fears. But that's what I love about Joe Buttons because he gives two fucks and he just and he's just him. Right. And I feel like we do need more of that because he's not laying hands on anybody. I don't even find him to be disrespectful. I just find him to be really honest. Right. Like real honest. So I would love for a camera to follow him around. Mona Scott Young, can you please make that happen? Like Oh yeah. Can we get Joe Button? Right. The angry man. That's you know, honestly that's what it should be called. (laughs) Just like the angry man. Like himself. I feel like he could get like features from like other angry guys too. Oh yeah. Like get Ebro on there. Definitely. I swear if you guys get Ebro to talking about What's up with all these light skinned angry men? I mean get Jesse Williams on here. Maybe that's the thing. I don't know. We're evolving, ladies and gentlemen. We are evolving. Yeah, not soft anymore. <laughs> That's it. We're turning. Like... You know what? It started from when Michael Ealy was in that movie with Sanai Lathan, where he played a bad guy. Well, this is a plot twist. Mm-hmm. Like, usually it's the other way around. We got a bad light-skinned guy. Nobody's scared of light-skinned people. But no. how sad is it that I was, like, feeling him up until the moment he died in that movie? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time I've ever found him attractive. <laughs> was in that movie. I was like, ooh, yes. I would like to say that Michael Ely is one of the delegates for the Light Skin Party. <laughs> um, I don't appreciate some of the other delegates that they've given us before. But like I who? Would definitely, I remember at one time, like, somebody just, like, automatically, this is, like, going back, but, like, people, like, automatically associating, like, light-skinned black comedians with Sinbad. Oh, who did yeah, that? Exactly. I was like, ah. Oh, he doesn't even curse, does like, he? 
Does he? I feel like he does. I don't trust comedians who don't curse. Right. No, I'm, <laughs> oh I don't trust my, rappers who I don't know. curse, comedians that don't curse. Like, Will Smith, I love Will Smith, but, like, he was a great actor. Getting jiggy with it was my jam. I'm not going to front. Summertime was my jam. Mine's is Men in Black. I know all the dance steps to that. All the dance moves. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was my jam. Yeah. That was my jam. I was just dancing right here in the studio, guys. (laughs) That that was my jam. Hold on. Yeah, so needless to say, rappers and comedians who don't curse, I don't know. I don't trust them. Yeah, not at all. Just like not trusting uh, <laughs> the government. The, basically, yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's basically on everyone's right. mind right now. Yeah, trust is very, very hard to come by these days. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but if you haven't, please like just tune in and realize everything that's going on. Betsy DeVos <laughs> had the nerve, and actually, you know what? I don't know if it was her to blame. Somebody thought it was a good idea to invite Betsy DeVos to come and speak at the, because, you know, when you're talking about HBC, you have to put the the in the front. The The Bethune-Cookman University. (laughs) And I don't know whose idea it was. Whoever it was needs to be fired ASAP. She should have said no. Yeah. She should have said no. I'm sorry. Like, and what, on what planet? In what century, in what universe did it make sense for her to go, I'm sorry, not even just because it's a historical black college, any college. Yeah, that is true. I don't even know if I would want her speaking at a kindergarten. I wouldn't want her at a CUNY college. It's just like, <laughs> yo, like, BMCC is like, hell nah. Like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, no. I don't know whose idea it was, guys, but... She decided, well, they decided to let her give the commencement speech. And it was a epic fail, to say the least. Like, Like, huge. The students stood up. They turned their backs to her. Then somebody, I guess, decided to, you know, tell the president, hey, listen, this is probably not a good idea. Maybe you should stop the speech. (laughs) So the president of the university gets up and in an attempt to quiet down the students, tells them, if your behavior does not change, we will mail your diplomas. Now, me personally, I attended the HBCU, but I did not graduate. I'm pretty sure that when you get a diploma, it's mailed to you yeah, in the it first is. place. Yeah. Right. So I heard through the grapevine, someone was actually standing in the crowd and was like, my address <laughs> is 46 Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> like, people were not with the shits at all. Not at all. Like, not even trying to have it. And it was horrible. Like, it just it's just a bad look for HBCUs altogether. It's a bad, like, it's a bad decision. Logically, from the White House's standpoint, I understand why they do, why they they are doing this. Because I'm for sure that's not the only historical black college that she's gonna end up at. Oh God, it better be. I just have a feeling that it, she might end up somewhere else. <clears throat> for the record, uh, Morgan State University is having Joe Biden at their commencement this year. Just to say, you know. And to me, that makes sense. And it's not, it doesn't, it makes sense because he's a Democrat or whatever like that. But come on, son, it just makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, 
at this point, like, I'd rather Gucci Man like, give the commencement <laughs> than I Betsy would DeVos. love Gucci <laughs> Man to, like, give like a he's commencement been speech more. Like, anywhere. He could give more information than Betsy DeVos could to prospective youth leaving college. Like, yeah. it's horrible. It's horrible, ladies and gentlemen. But I am proud of those students for, like, um, basically expressing how they felt and oh, yeah. just, like, I mean, because they all paid to be there. Right. And, and it's just know, like you're not here for this shit. Just the fact that they just couldn't come up with anyone better. Yeah, it's just so pathetic and sad. And now, because usually they pay people to be there, I'm thinking that Trump paid them to have her there. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> like, I feel like we were talking about this earlier. I really feel like they had when they had that meeting with all the presidents from the HBCUs. <laughs> like, they were like, okay, so which school is Betsy gonna speak at? And like. The president from Bethune Cookman was probably just like on his phone and didn't realize they everybody realized else stepped like back. that episode of Friends when Chandler got sent to Tulsa because he was sleeping <laughs> meeting. That's what happened. That's how she ended up right. at the school. It was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, all right, sure, no problem. That's just didn't awesome. think it through. Like it was nah, a bad decision, that was a, guys. And, and then he had the audacity to get up on stage and threaten, right? Threaten, like threaten who people. Like somebody's daddy. Right. And it's horrible. It it really is. So now they're saying that there's a petition being signed by the students to ask him to step down. And I do not blame them. That was a horrible decision, a horrible decision for the legacy of that school, for everything that HBCUs represent. To even have someone from this administration even step foot on campus. Ben Carson can go. <laughs> you should have seen his face. If y'all could have saw my face, <laughs> yeah, y'all should have seen his face. Yeah. Hey, I went to Hunter College. I went to CUNY school, so I'm okay. We got Pearl from uh, Cheers came to us. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her I name? I would rather Pearl from Cheers. Is that her name? I, I think the so. short one Rita whatever her name is I don't know yeah I really don't but yeah. I would rather her <laughs> That's I would rather Norm at my Cheers is Norm, Norm even still alive like even if he's still alive like I, yo I would rather Norm like yeah. anybody would have been better to be honest Groot like I am Groot the whole, the right, whole like Groot could have been up there and <laughs> just like Groot. repeated I am Groot 57 <laughs> times I would have clapped like standing ovation with tears like, in your eyes yo, I'm like... telling you so emotional <laughs> That's another thing about pandering, too. It's just like everyone's already gearing up for the 2020 election. Oh, yeah. We're not even a year into this presidency, and they're already talking about 2020. So, I ain't West for president, everybody. So, so that probably has something to do with it as well, trying to possibly, you know, get the young black vote. Yeah. I'm just but trying to think like, of logical reasons why this, this chick would show up. Yeah, but like... like her giving the commencement at an HBCU is like when you try to shake hands with a white guy and then he tries to dap you and then it just doesn't work out and then you're just like slapping fists together when like they just try to like put too much on it. That's just weird. Yeah, it just yeah. it doesn't it just doesn't mesh. It's like they're just trying too hard. Oh, yeah, like it just doesn't work out. Like it's it's just not good for all parties involved. I don't know what kind of award this person deserves for I don't know if it's the Jackass of the Millennium Award right. or just like whoever put this together and okayed it. Whoever gave the final approval, oh man. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible, super man. bad. And like just to add to the bad news of the week, look at LA Reed, guys. Like oh. LA Reed was just let go from Epic. Like it's horrible. Like you think of somebody who just brought so much to hip-hop 
Yeah. And for this, and music happen, in general, pop yeah, music like, as well. Yeah, yeah, everything. Just like L.A. Reid was just there, like through it all. Like he brought us some of our greatest acts, guys. You got to remember, if it wasn't for L.A. Reid, there probably would be no Outkast, and it'll be no TLC, no Tony Braxton. Just like um, it's crazy. It's and it's sad too. Like basically, L.A. Reid was outed. He literally probably got kicked out uh he was yeah. a chairman and ceo of epic records for almost six years he's responsible for like dope pop acts like megan trainer fifth harmony um he has a little something to do obviously with the success of uh justin bieber as well and rihanna and kanye west which no one gives him credit for but right. he absolutely has a lot to do with their success but um, they just they got a new um, CEO. This guy named Rob Stringer, I believe that's his name. He just assumed his role, a new role in April, and yeah. this is the first major cut that happened at uh, Sony. The crazy thing is, like someone like a L.A. Reid, if he never decides to do anything else for the rest of his life, trust me, he's good. Oh yeah, he's good. Oh yeah, he's good. But the sad thing is that if no one else offers him a position that he can bring he still got it like he can still legit pick out really great artists oh, yeah. and create you know great collaborations and all that good stuff but this is I really feel like this is adding to the fact that record labels are honestly on their way to becoming obsolete like people are starting to realize now that the record label is really holding no necessity to music nowadays. Well, Chance the Rapper already, I mean, this was already a theory for, since like the early 2000s, but what Chance the Rapper has done without a label has proven right. that you can win and win big without a label. Right. It's definitely possible, guys. Like, real talk. Like, all we really needed record labels for back in the day was like advertising and distribution. And social media just gives that to us now. Mm -hmm. Like, I can just, if I wanted to put out an album, which, God, we all know would be horrible, <laughs> but if I was to put out an album, like, I would just advertise it. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, you know, any type of social media platform that you could think of is just your tool these days. And to get music out there is, like, so easy. You have, like, that Piff, live mixtapes, yeah. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. You have all of these platforms now to just put your brand out there. So, as far as distribution, like, we really don't need it. Like, think about it. Like, Utopia, when's the last time you purchased an actual physical CD? That's so funny that you mentioned that because I'm, I guess because also what I do, you know, besides this, I'm also on the radio. I'm a firm believer in investing in things mm. so things could still happen because there are things that we're competing against, like Spotify and right. um, what's the other Apple one? Apple Music. Yeah, Apple Music. Tidal. Yeah, Tidal. Like, we're competing against these. So, I actually, the last physical CDs I bought were last year, the end of last year. Really? I got a, a gift card from Best Buy, and it was absolutely nothing else in the store that I wanted. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to buy me some CDs, but I'm going to buy CDs that have dope a right. cover art so I could like you know do something funky with it but I still actually still buy music I'm really? not I don't subscribe to any kind of streaming service oh wow but then I realized like um, where are you gonna put all this music like you don't to keep buying and buying and buying like that right. I've been buying since I was a kid right so this is like 30 years of me buying mm. and it's hard for me to break a habit this is, this is my crack this is Dude, what I do I have just pretty much like conformed to technology I've given my life up to my phone. I am a servant 
to my device. <laughs> I have Spotify. I have Tidal. I don't have an iPhone, but I have Apple Music on my computer. Like, it's it's crazy. But I feel like the last CD I actually purchased was Kanye West, Dark Fantasy. Whoa, that's a minute ago. Yeah. 2013? Yeah, something around there. Like, I love that, the artwork, though. Like, yeah, that's I was about why. to say, that has like, super dope artwork. I have the CD. I actually have the vinyl, too. So that's one thing. I do collect vinyls. So I have the vinyl for that. But, like, I really think that was the last physical CD that I purchased. It's horrible, but, you know, we're in a technology age. I'm not walking around. Well, it's easier and it's lighter to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Like, because I was thinking today I was looking at, um, I was on, on iTunes just scouring to see what, you know, what was happening. And they had all these, like, you know, albums like dirt cheap, and I'm like, oh, I could finally buy this, 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 this. And I'm like, do I really want to add that on my computer? I'm thinking right. maybe I should just like subscribe to you know Apple Music, but then you know that's the devil in me. Like, <laughs> no, like no, it's thou so shalt not subscribe to any streaming service, you it's radio so darling. Yo, you know? I have to give it up for Jay Z. Like Jay Z definitely made life so much simpler with title. Like and the fact that artists just get like exclusive rights to host. Yeah, that's music super dope. There, I'm still like, mad at Jay, but that's super dope. Oh yeah, I will uh, get him that. Yeah, and Jay Z is actually making headlines this week too. Mm-hmm. Like this whole contract, Jay Z signed a 200 million dollar. 10-year deal with Live Nation. So dude is going to be touring till he's 57. Right. Like basically. This is unheard of. To see him singing Jigga My Nigga at 57, I think I might be like a little like. <laughs> I mean. Nah, like, son. Like, hopefully, like, nah. fingers crossed, he still has the juice at 57. Whether it's actually going to happen or not, history will tell that story. But, you know, I'm a big fan. Like, and if. I haven't seen any recent pictures of Jay, but I would love to see if Jay is walking around, you know, looking scruffy. Because as we all know, if you're a true Jay-Z fan, if you see Hove looking scruffy, that new music is on the way. Right. And, like, I'm just here for everything Jay-Z. Like, I've always been a fan. Great dude. Like, met him a bunch of times. Like, he's just a good person, like, all around. And, and he's super him. dope. But, I mean, it's just me. I don't want to see a 57-year-old Jay-Z yeah. on stage. Like. Yeah. I mean, but Samuel Jackson is an actor. Yeah, but that's not the same. I know it's not. That's, that's not what I'm trying to think. Who's like? Because it's not a. It, to me, I'm trying to not sound like an ageist because I'm not. Like I feel like you could, you know, age is just a number. Yeah, but I mean, but he could do it though. Like uh, because I'm like not, when you look at people like uh, say if you look at like a Bon Jovi or like a Bruce Springsteen or something like that. You're right, because cause both the guys that you just mentioned, Bon Jovi, um, their, Bon Jovi the band had the highest grossing tour of the year so far. Right. And they only did, they did less than 23 stops. Right. Like, these guys are still killing it. Like, <sighs> even on, like, on the rock side, like, Roger Waters is still killing it. Like, doing all of these concerts. Guys, if you don't know any of the people that we've just mentioned, you really need to get your music knowledge up. Because even <laughs> Knows a hip-hop Look at light. Look at him. Music. Like, music yeah. is the best. Music heads. But, like, 
you look at all these artists and they're still doing it. Like I think Shaka Khan just had like Oh, a I messed with Shaka. Yeah, I saw her in um in Chicago about two years ago, two or three years ago. Oh my gosh. Best Shaka thing just ever. Gets better with age. Best thing ever. Like, Shaka still looks good. I guess cause he'll to me he'll be the first rapper in my eyes, legit, that I know who'll still be rapping at fifty seven. And maybe that's probably the problem that I have. Mm, <laughs> like maybe. I feel like when do you stop rapping? Like like what what issues do you have at 57? He's gonna that be rapping true. about his AARP card, yeah, not right? like they, they don't take it everywhere. You can like, go into social security. <laughs> like he <laughs> get his like yeah, like his social security check in the mail. The pension is not moving fast enough. Right? It's just like four hundred one k is not oh. what he thought it would be by now. Yeah. Like what's the problem? Uh, maybe he's just gonna rap about like blue and the twins. Just like, nah, like I'm uh, trying to watch TV, but Blue keeps bothering me. Like, like <laughs> I don't know. I just, I guess we'll see how it pans out. Because I, and I made the comment like super earlier, um, not on the podcast, but I made it to like, like I'm not really down to see ten uh, to see Jay Z ten years from now. Yeah, I think I've literally seen Jay every album that he's dropped. Oh wow! The only concert that I miss, which I still like, totally kick myself for, is the Watch the Throne tour. Oh yeah, I really just want to just like yeah that was great cry about that, that like that i missed great. that like oh my gosh yeah but i mean like jay is still doing his thing out here in music um jay is headlining a few festivals mm-hmm. this year that's how i know i feel like we're getting a new jay album because right? exactly. he's like doing the most i can't see jay just sitting up here like giving us old music like yeah. i'm pretty sure he's gonna give us something new guys like he- he it's don't crazy. need a check. We know that. Right. Because oh, the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, B's pregnant with twins and they need money. Nah, son. Definitely. Like, you don't need a check. Like, Jay is going to be headlining at the Meadows this year in Queens. Which is super dope. <sighs> yeah, that's that, super that dope. That whole lineup mm-hmm. is just, like, Jay ridiculous. Cole is there, too, right? No, Cole is going to be at... Made in America. Made in America. Okay. So, that's definitely just going to be, like, a Rock Nation party right there. Like, yeah. Cole and, and Jay-Z. to me, if any festival that you do go to this year if you are anywhere and you feel like traveling I don't care if you're like in Nevada or whatever like that if you could do Made in America just like one time in your life like do it I had that was the first time I got into a mosh pit and I love like fake ponytails so I had a lot going on I had the fake ponytail in my hand I was like oh gosh I hope no one like I've never done a mosh pit before so I hope my ponytail doesn't fall out or I hope nobody like tugs on it too hard and it comes out or whatever like that but y'all we we went the year that Kanye performed and even though he did the same song about six times and Jay was in the crowd and we didn't get anything from Watch the Throne but that's just a gripe that I have that just hurts my heart anyway I did my first mosh pit there and it was so epic we did it all for um Blood on the Leaves. Oh, yeah, so dope. Like, someone, like, picked me up and just, like, it was wow. so awesome. Guys, it was so do dope. Like, like I, so dope. I've tried the mosh pit thing before. I went to a Travis Scott concert one time mm-hmm. and realized that at 26 years old, I am too old. For a mosh pit? For a mosh pit. I can't You're do never it. too old I like for a mosh space. pit. <laughs> Guys, I like my space. I'm a big guy. How are you a New Yorker like, and you like space, son? Not, like, I like my... Because New York. I'm sorry. He lives in Queens, y'all, so he has space. Listen, listen. I'm from Harlem, all right? I live in Queens. 
But like, I like my space. Like, I like having elbow room. Like, I've been to concerts. I've done all the typical and New York concerts. He calls I've been himself to Webster a New Hall. Yorker. <laughs> Talk about he likes room. There's no room in these Listen, streets. I've been to Webster Hall. I've done it all. Like, I've been 18 at Webster Hall on a Thursday. Like, I've been in places where I come home and my shirt is wet and it's not from my own sweat. Like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I like my space. I'm such an old dude now when it comes to concerts. You like, need a seat at a yeah, concert. I, I, like you can't seat. do festivals. Yo, let me tell you, every time I go to Barclays, like I look on StubHub for like suites. And I'm like, can I get a seat in the suite and like watch it on TV while I'm at the concert? <laughs> like, and, he, and he claims he's from Harlem, ladies yo. and gentlemen. Well, that suite, going to suites is a Harlem thing. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all Harlem. Shout right out. Wait till, that, wait till that net season comes back around. Y'all going to see me. Suite A4. I'm always there. <laughs> you always got it. Definitely. But there's a lot of, definitely a lot of dope festivals happening happening since summer is like here like it well it's not here we got a few more weeks for it to come a whole bunch of concerts are coming to the area yeah festivals shows like definitely this summer is going to be and in new york in particular is going to be like super like super lit this year oh yeah new york we're doing the second year of the meadows festival and the meadows lineup is definitely like one that you cannot miss at all like we're talking about jay-z headliner red hot chili peppers oh my god i love like yo right i can sit here and tell you guys but for me they're one of the 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 only rock bands to me that also for me they're so hip-hop yeah like if you listen to their music and they're just the way and i hate using this word so please uh forgive me for this but their swag is very (laughs) hip-hop too like so i couldn't think of another word they are so forgive me i you know whatever yeah, cool. but one of my guilty pleasures from back in the day definitely what? red hot chili oh yeah, my gosh yeah Yo, they're I had a couple of TVs. so dope I definitely like, so dope and the fact that they have J are they in the same day I don't know so the Meadows is being real secretive with their daily lineups because yeah. they want people like the tickets are on sale already mm-hmm. guys but they I really feel like they want people to buy that three day pack yeah cause there's no way in hell that they can have Jay Z and the Red Hot Chili Peppers in that the same day that would be just like but like crazy it's, it's crazy like Jay Z Red Hot Chili Peppers Gorillas you guys remember oh my Gorillas gosh, from back the Gorillas, in the day right? yo, I don't a, even know how they're gonna do this so you know like the visual effects are gonna have to be off the chain yeah the Gorillas well what they're doing now is that um, and I'm not sure they did it because they were on the Cold bear show but they if you could youtube this about i want to say two weeks ago they uh did a, a spot on the colbert show and Pusha t performed with them he's oh, on wow. their new album Dope. i'm a huge gorillas fan too oh, yeah so i'm just like oh, and the yeah. fact that de la soul could come out Yo. and you got a push a t that could come de out that's gonna be so sick then we're looking at future you wow. know it's gonna be epic, Future. I, I'm not gonna front. I've I've slept on Future until I sat here and watched this Coachella up. performance. And I'm not talking about the fact that he brought out Migos and Drake. That's all fucking cool. But the fact that like Future like had me, I was at work, y'all, watching this, which was super dangerous. I'm telling you, like super knows, dangerous. Like, it was so good. And we're talking Future, Nas, 
Run the Jewels. Yo, if you guys haven't seen a Run the Jewels performance, like they're gonna be at uh, Afropunk too. Or, yeah, they're yeah. gonna be at Afropunk also. Mm-hmm. Yo, the Meadows just has the ill line of action yeah. Bronson, Migos. Oh, he's dope. Yo, come on. Like, who really wants to miss Migos right yeah, now? I'm, a festival? I'm really curious to see how they're gonna set this whole thing up and who's yeah, gonna I'm, be on that's what one I'm day. Saying. Like, you, it's gonna be crazy, guys. It, three days in Queens. Yeah, and you can't have future Migos back to back. That's just that like. Would be so, that would be insane. That'll be just like that an explosion of ratchet, ratchetity. I'm telling you, yo, <laughs> just to right? add to the ratchet. Yeah, like and you, we got and you can't Lanes. have. We got Twenty One Savage. Yeah. We got Ghostface Killer yeah. himself. Yo, it's insane. What day is that festival? What day is it? That festival is September 15th through the 17th, guys. Oh, man, that's like the end of summer. Right. Like, so there's so many festivals before that. Yo, it's that crazy. That sounds like the one to definitely, like, like to be at. Oh, yeah. Guys, the tickets are on sale already. So if you haven't jumped up on it, like, jump up on it ASAP. Just, like, I could just keep going on. First of all, like, let's just get right down to it. They put it in the little print, too, and I know they think they're being low with this one. There's a big boy performance, guys, and, like, we all know what could happen. Nah, I've I've learned not to get excited about a possible Andre 3000 sighting. I'm still hurt from the joint that he air quotes people did with Kanye West on Kanye's latest album The Life of Pablo yo that shit broke my heart I was so like oh my god anytime there's an Andre 3000 whisper on a song feature I am like drooling by the mouth but I was like yo Kanye and Andre on the same track mind blown before I, I downloaded the album and listened and I listened to it. I had to listen to that shit three times in a row just to make sure that I'm not losing my mind and that I had to accept the fact that Andre 3000 didn't rap. Right. He just ad lip. Yeah. So I'm here to say, and I hope that I can eat my words, he is not coming. Big Boy probably got an album coming out, which I'm sure that he does. And he's going to be doing I Like the Way You Move, his verse on Rosa Parks, yeah. Bombs Over Baghdad, which Guys. is like one of my favorite hip hop songs ever. I and I'm sorry. We, we missed that two years ago when they when Outkast got back together yeah, to tour. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, like I hate to go against my co-host, but I'm really, really, really praying that there's an Andre feature in this in this concert. Like, nah. That would just make my day. Nah, like, unfortunately, I was not able to ever attend an Outcast live performance, and I kick myself every single time. You should. Time That's that. one of the concerts. I can't remember when and how I saw Outcast, but I did. And they're definitely. And I can't even tell you what album it was. I want to say it was the. And I was super young. I'm not sure if it was the. Um, the Quimini album? Oh. That makes sense. That I feel is like my it was the Quimini. Yeah, that the Quimini album. That is my favorite Outkast yeah, album. Yeah, the Quimini album. So, um, which was dope. But I, I don't know how or where I saw them, but I know that I did. And it, it was just such an experience. Like, super, super, super dope experience. You know, it's another concert that's actually hitting uh, Queens. Queens is doing it this year. Like, I could say uh, Blink-182 in Lincoln Park. Really? They're bringing the Wu-Tang Clan with them and what? Machine Gun Kelly. What? Stupid, yo. What? Yo, any excuse to go see Wu-Tang, I'm in there. Stupid, yo. How do you have, and I don't know, like, I am a gigantic 
like Lincoln Park fan, mm. but the fact that the Wu Tang Clan are going to be on the same bill as Lincoln Park, I'm just like, yeah, who thought of this? Like, this is going to be so epic, and that's happening in Queens at City Field on Friday, July 28th, I believe. Oh wow, coming up soon. Yeah, so it's going to be like. That's a Friday night. I mean, it's going to be a super, super long concert, but totally worth it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So what do we have? We have the Meadows so far. Mm-hmm. We have this Blink-182, Lincoln Yeah, Park they're calling lab. it Blinkin Park. Blinkin Park. Isn't that's that dope? Great. That's great. I want the T-shirt for that. Def- oh, yeah, Blinkin Park. Yes. <laughs> yes, son. Definitely. Yeah. Yo, then we have Afropunk. Guys, we can never forget about Afropunk. This year's lineup, I really feel like, is catered to the eclectic music lovers out there. Like, it isn't too over the top, Mm -hmm. but it's still, like, a great lineup. Yo, we have headlining Soul to Soul. We, like, we talked about this. I am, like, soul to soul. When I hear that name, it brings back, like, vivid memories of me with my aunties and uncles and, like, barbecues and, you know, the back to life blasting in the background and, um... Uh, Jazzy's Groove that's like one of my favorite songs of all times Um, he is like struggling with the fact that they're a headliner I mean only because I get it though if you've been to Afropunk Afropunk is a great concert but the headliner usually goes on last and the whole waiting to see everybody like don't get me wrong like these are dope performances but like sometimes it gets really abstract that's a nice way. It gets weird as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me keeping it one hundred. Yeah, he's real. he's being really it nice right now. I can fuck. say that because it's, it's it's true. Like if you're not, I'm sorry. Even if you're not, nah, I don't even think I don't think eclectic people are weird because I have a lot of eclectic friends. But it does get weird as fuck yeah, there. Like it's it just does. like it does. It's like the epitome of Brooklyn hipsterism and just like new age, neo soul. It's like the black burning man. Like real talk. Like it, it can get weird as fuck. But the lineup is dope though. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, we got Soul to Soul. We got Gary Clark Jr. Oh my gosh. A great performance. Yes. Right there. Like, you know that's yes. We also have Clark Jr., but he deserved that. We also have a performance from Macy Gray, too. I like I'm kinda low-key interested to see Macy perform. You guys can't see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> like something about her voice. Like I've always been a Macy Gray fan. Nah, I'm but, good. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm, like, I'm not gonna go out of my way to see Macy. Gray before, <laughs> yes, like, he is. He's lying. He's gonna have the IR Macy Gray shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna be the only one. With the new, the new thing now is like the the um the crop tops for men. So I'm gonna get like a crop top frilly men's Macy Gray shirt or That's something like that. Be the only guy out there, like a weirdo, right? <laughs> Hell no. But <laughs> we have a performance by SZA. SZA, I think goes to Afropunk every year and always gives a dope performance. Mm-hmm. She's consistent. She's really good. Shout out to TDE to the West Coast and everything. Like, SZA is great. Um, we also have a Willow Smith performance. And that will get weird as fuck. And I, <laughs> But I think it's appropriate for her to be there. I think that that's definitely her crowd. Yeah. That's where she... How old is that girl now? Is she, like, what, like 18? 16 is she, or something She's still like 16? I feel like she's 
been 16. I'm confused. That family's got some good genes, and you can't really yeah, tell how old. She's only 16? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought she was at least 18 by now. I mean, shout out to the artistic you know, side of people and just like really just putting your brand out there. But He's like, trying to act like he ain't go through that phase. Yeah, I did. Yo, guys, I did a little bit of everything. Hard. Like, no. I am the like jack of all trades that everybody talks about. You, like, that's what being young is about. Like, yeah. I mean, I like would do the yourself. same, the same thing. We all go through it. Yeah, definitely. But I salute people who are consistent with they, you know, with whatever that they do and they know who they are and, you know, they don't figure it out. And that's the one thing I do appreciate about at least the people that I know who mess with Afropunk and have vendors there and who go loyal, like they're really loyal and they go every, they've been going since like, they're like day one Afropunk heads. And I, I really like love the fact that they do like every year and they're authentic and, and who they are. But then you got those posers. Yeah. Yeah. Who come and that's kind of sucks and yeah. and then you got people like me who's just like yo if Lenny Kravitz is gonna be in the middle of fucking Brooklyn <laughs> I'm trying to be there that's just like where must I go I gotta go all the way up to New uh, what Atlantic City to go see right. him when I could just hop on a 44 bus guys I think Utopia is still stuck off that Lenny Kravitz performance with his pants split oh I wish stage. I was so there <laughs> he doesn't know he does not know <laughs> wish I was there. Yeah, it's going to be dope, though. Like, yeah. check it out, guys. Like, Afropunk Brooklyn, um, August 26th to 27th. And, like, if you guys are really feeling adventurous, yo, there's an Afropunk in Johannesburg also. Oh, nah, I'm good. I'm just saying, like, if anybody has I just the money, feel like just the way things are going. Yo, the lineup is dope, nah, though. So I'm just headlining. Probably. Anderson <laughs> Pack is right behind her. Like, I really Wait, I'm not even going to front, y'all. I'm like, I, you said Solange and Anderson Pack yeah, on the like, same show. Yo, that's, like, I don't that's know anybody dope. else on the lineup. But, like, Solange and Anderson Pack, yeah, though. That's like, kinda, that's yeah, that's kind of, I'm not going to front. That's kind of dope. But I just feel like if you're, you know, brown of any shade of brown and you leave, the country especially going somewhere like Johannesburg you yeah. might not get back into the country that is true. That so is true. nah son yeah. I'm good I mean but it's like it's dope it's a December it's actually a New Year's Eve performance December 30th and 31st it, it's a, that sounds like it's gonna be super super right? dope but nah yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do like a crowdfunding to get me and Utopia to Africa maybe possibly so if you guys wanna donate yeah if you guys wanna <laughs> donate I'm not using the money to go to Johannesburg I'm using the money to like uh, <laughs> do something else. He's gonna go. He'll freaking Snapchat about yeah. it. Nah, not yeah. me. Yeah, I'll be Trust there. Me. Sure, I'll take the private yep. jet. Hashtag Bow Wow Challenge. <laughs> yeah, sure. No problem, guys. Look for me on Instagram. Nah, I'll be sorry. in the private jet. Nah. Yeah, okay. Right. But there's a lot of festivals happening, obviously, around the world. We just pinpointed some ones that are happening here in New York because we're really excited about it. It's gonna be a really, really, really great summer. I got yeah. a feeling. A lot Definitely. of great shows, a lot of great things happening. Definitely. And plus us, our podcast. Oh, yeah. Tune in, guys, mm-hmm. please. Like, we, I, I really want to hear your feedback. Like, this is going to, this is a new one for the book. <laughs> <laughs> Email me. Like, I got you guys. Like, I'll be there. Actually, you can check us on Instagram mm-hmm. at The Rewind Podcast. D A Rewind Podcast. Just check us out, guys, at The Rewind Podcast. 
leave your tips, comments, or anything that you want us to talk about or anything that you want us to hear. I mean, you know, we're open to all suggestions. He's open to all suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> I got an agenda, y'all. <laughs> this is what I'm using this podcast for. Nah, definitely. You know, it makes it a lot more authentic and a lot more fun when you get to hear from people and, you know, they give you suggestions or they have comments or you disagree or you agree, which I know you will agree with me 110% all the time. Oh. So yeah, I agree with I I agree with that. And so. y'all won't catch me on the Instagram doing my meat meals things. I'm gonna keep the Twitter fingers to myself. <laughs> I promise. You really got a problem with I might this not dude? Though. <laughs> I might not though. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into it, but I might not. I don't know. I might I might battle you guys. Let's see. Go on the go on the Instagram. Talk shit if you want to. See me. I'll be out here. Real talk all day. <laughs> not me. <laughs> all right, gang. Yeah, guys, it was yeah. dope. It was Thank you so dope. much for tuning in to definitely. listen to our rhetoric. Is that the word? Yeah, that works. Yeah, it does? Yeah, that works. Like I said, I got a jailhouse vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, it was great talking with you. Tune in next week. Yes. We'll talk more. Peace.